Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It happens but once a year. That's right, folks. The festive season is upon us. Christmas is just around the corner. But which teams will end this week in the NFL feeling merry and who will be feeling blue? Week 15 was a turbulent period for many for the show itself. We had a losing record for the first time in many weeks. Just one win to two defeats against the line of the three games we picked. That means on the season, the show's record has narrowed now to 24 and 21. We've got our noses in front, but only just. What does Christmas week, week 16, have in store? Well, let's turn the page and find out as we look ahead to week 16 in the NFL. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Hello, welcome along to the show, folks. I am your host, Richard Graves. This is Graves on Gridiron. If you are new to the show, great to have you with us. We are at the business end of the season. Just three weeks remain in the regular season before we head into January and the playoffs in the race to be a part of Super Bowl 58. For the Cowboys, amongst others, it wasn't a great week. There are upsets elsewhere, most notably the Philadelphia Eagles on Monday Night Football. I'll get into that in a little while. But for the Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins, the Cincinnati Bengals were all winners in Week 15, very much keeping their playoff hopes alive. And if you're the Miami Dolphins, it means that you're still in the hunt for that number one seed in the AFC. The number one seed, which if the playoffs were to be held today, is currently held by the Baltimore Ravens. And what a game they've got this week as they take on the San Francisco 49ers. Both teams with 11-3 and records. Both teams sharing the best record in football right now this season. Mouth-watering matchup. Sure to be must-watch this weekend as we uh, take in the Christmas festivities as well and maybe just find a corner of the room or a little bit of quiet just to hunker down and see how that one pans out. Elsewhere, there's plenty to talk about as well. The Atlanta Falcons are going to be changing quarterback again as they prepare for the Indianapolis Colts. Taylor Heineke's, that Taylor, Taylor Heineke, even if I can get my teeth in properly, is back in as the starter with Desmond Ritter uh, being benched. It looks like Mason Rudolph will be the man to start under sense for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Steelers um, as they take on 
the Cincinnati Bengals. And Trevor Lawrence is in the NFL's concussion protocol for the Jags, who have lost three straight games now. And there are a few nerves in Jacksonville, albeit the Jags still sit atop of the AFC South. But before we look at this week's matchups uh, that I've selected, let's talk about the Philadelphia Eagles because we, we said it in previous weeks on this show. I just feel that the, the defensive side of things, that the Eagles looked a bit leggy, to be honest. And they obviously felt there was something amiss as well because they bring, bring in Matt Patricia, immediately installed as defensive coordinator. And then in his first game, calling the plays um, into the defense, they give up a 92-yard touchdown drive that wins the game for the Seattle Seahawks, almost doubling uh, their complete their total offensive output, certainly uh, through the air um, on Monday night. And that had to be a soul destroyer uh, for the Eagles, who now slip to 10-4 and on the season. They've lost three straight. They're still behind the Cowboys as things stand in the NFC East. And if the playoffs were to start today, it would be the Cowboys occupying the number two seed, the Eagles slipping all the way down to the number five seed and looking at having to take the uh, the scenic route on the route to Super Bowl 58 if they were to get there, um, being on the road in the wild card for, sh- for certain. Um, it's... It's a conundrum, I think it's fairly safe to say. How do you go from 10-1 and 1 to 10-4? and 4? Fine. You lose at home to the 49ers, arguably the best team in football right now. You then go to Dallas and lose there, a division rival. But the Cowboys have been outstanding at home. To go up to Seattle, who've almost been anemic over the last month, in particular on offense, and then with the game in hand, throw a turnover, give them a sniff of a chance, and then give up a 92-yard touchdown drive in the closing moments of the game. Now, that is cause to set alarm bells ringing. You then heard the comments from Jalen Hurts after the game in his post-game press conference, questioning the commitment of himself and the the rest of the, the roster there in Philadelphia. None of this is good, folks. I've got to tell you, there's still time to turn it around, but that time is fading fast. So now you've got a huge matchup in week 16. If you're the Eagles, you're at home to NFC East rivals, the New York Giants. You look at the remaining schedule, home to the Giants, home to the Cardinals, on the road to the Giants. Those are three very winnable games. Those are three games, if you are the Philadelphia Eagles, that not only should you be winning, you have to win if you are to be taken seriously as Super Bowl contenders. You slip up in any one of those games, and I think it's good night, Vienna, for, for this Eagles team, which will be a dramatic fall from grace uh, for sure. How will it go this weekend? Well, we will sit back uh, and watch with great interest, no doubt. Um, after all of that, I've got to tell you, that is not one of the three games I've selected from this week 16 slate. But we'll start with the first one. And it is an AFC North affair as the Cincinnati Bengals go to the Pittsburgh Steelers with the Bengals going into Pittsburgh as two-and-a-half-point favorites. And what a story it is turning out to be for the Cincinnati Bengals. Remember, they started the season straight out of the gate with one win, three defeats from their first four games. That's right, one and three in the opening month of the season, then went on a four-game hot streak, won four in a row, including a road win in San Francisco over the 49ers before then suffering the hammer blow of losing starting quarterback, the face of the franchise, Joe Burrow, uh, for the season. 
But somehow they've managed to turn it around and they've won three in a row with Jake Browning starting at quarterback. Um, they're eight and six on the season. And if the playoffs began today, they'd be in them. For the Pittsburgh Steelers, on the other hand, it's a very different story. Just a month ago, the stars seemed to be aligning for the Steelers with each of their AFC North rivals, the Baltimore Ravens, the Cincinnati Bengals and Cleveland Browns, all losing key players to season-ending injuries. And you thought, you know what? The Steelers are the healthiest of all four of them. They're currently um, around the top of the division. Things are looking good. It couldn't have gone any worse for them um, since then. They've now had three straight defeats. Um, if they if the playoffs started today, then they would be the only team out of the four in the AFC North um, that would not be in the playoffs. Offensively all season long, they have been dreadful. They rank 27th overall in offense, 28th in scoring offense. They, they average just 16 points a game. Now, 16 points was enough to get the job done and get the W when they last played the Cincinnati Bengals earlier this season. I very much doubt that that'll be enough to get it done this time, especially given the way that they've shaped up defensively as well in recent weeks. Um, on defense, the, the Steelers ranked 20th this season. They gave up 24 points and 21 points, respectively, in their last two home games. Remember, both of those were defeats to the Arizona Cardinals and then, shockingly, to the New England Patriots before then going into Indianapolis last weekend, racing into an early lead before, by the end of the game, looking at the scoreboard and seeing they'd shipped another 30 points en route to defeat um, against the Colts. Uh, it's not like the, the Bengals have been lighting up their opponents, however it must be said, before we get too carried away. Um, you know, they could be without Jamar Chase, their star wide receiver, as well this week. He suffered what's been described as a separated shoulder in the weekend win over the Minnesota Vikings, and it's thought he will miss some time. He's been described as week to week at the moment. They're giving him every chance, but it would not be a surprise if he does not suit up to face the Steelers uh, this week. That would be a blow to them. Uh, they they are averaging 22 points a game this season on offense, which isn't great. But then you look at the last three games, and this is where perhaps you have cause for optimism. They've scored 34, 34, and then 37 in those last three games. They've won all three. Um, I've got to tell you, if they make it to 22 points in this game, I think the game's likely over. Pittsburgh aren't getting to 22 points against this Bengals side. And as Bill Parcells quite rightly said on one occasion, you are what your record says you are. Right now, the Steelers' record says they are an average team in the NFL this season. While in contrast, the Bengals' record is a positive one at 8-6, and six, and it says their team is heading in an upwards trajectory. I think the Bengals avenge that earlier season defeat to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think they pile the misery on Mike Tomlin and Steelers and the Steelers this weekend. As I said right at the top of the show as well, it's looking very likely that if Kenny Pickett isn't fit to go, it won't be Mitch Trubisky. It'll be Mason Rudolph now coming in at quarterback. None of that is positive for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So take the Cincinnati Bengals at minus two and a half points. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Game two this week takes us to Minnesota, the home of the Vikings, as they prepare to host the Detroit Lions. The Vikings three-point underdogs coming into this game. The Lions with a 10-4 and record on the season. The Minnesota Vikings, very respectively, I, I think, with a 500 record. They stand at seven wins, seven defeats, 
through their first 14 games of the season. And anything other than a defeat on Christmas Eve will assure the Detroit Lions a place in the playoffs for the first time since 2014. Their demolition of the Broncos last weekend was hugely impressive. Jared Goff threw five touchdown passes, no interceptions, and more impressively, maybe, was their defense. It only gave up 17 points to the Broncos last weekend. Uh, And I think that's a a big plus as well for head coach Dan Dan Campbell. Whilst he will no doubt have been pleased with Jared Goff, five TDs, no interceptions, he will have been more impressed with the way this defense shaped up against Denver because that's the first time in six games this season that they've given up fewer than 26 points in a game. It is difficult to win in the NFL if you're conceding 26 points a game. Now, contrast all this with the news coming out of Minnesota. Remember, no uh, Kirk Cousins. He was lost earlier this season for the rest of the year uh, with an injury. Josh Dobbs came in, initially a revelation, where we saw him get benched a couple of weeks ago in the defeat to in the win over the Las Vegas Raiders. That meant that Nick Mullins now starts at quarterback. He was fairly impressive as well last weekend um, in a close one against the Bengals, a game that the Vikings ended up losing narrowly to a field goal in overtime. And you look at the last four games where they're one and three in those games. They've lost three of them. They've been in every game. The biggest margin of defeat over those three three, uh, defeats that they've suffered is just three points. So you sort of say, well, the defense is playing well and the Vikings have got a chance. But I've got to tell you, I find it really tough to have too much confidence in Nick Mullins, Um, especially if the Vikings find themselves having to keep pace with the Lions on the scoreboard as well. Remember, the Detroit Lions come into this matchup with the number five ranked scoring offense. They're averaging 27 points a game this season. They're the second best rushing team in the NFL, fourth best passing team, and ranked number three overall on offense. The Vikings, admittedly, are much improved on defense this year. Top 10 in points allowed. They're giving up 19.2 points per game on average. They're the fifth best defense when defending the run, but 17th when it comes to defending the pass. The Lions have playmakers through the air and on the ground. This is a problem for the Minnesota Vikings defensive unit. And I think it's a tall order for a depleted Vikings team. It would be a big surprise if they pulled off the shock upset here. I don't think they do. I think the Detroit Lions punch their place into the postseason and probably do it going in as NFC North champions. Take the Lions not only to win this, but cover along the way at minus three points. Graves on Gridiron. Now the final game of the three for this week 16, Christmas week slate of games on Graves on Gridiron, you would think would take us to the Baltimore Ravens and San Francisco 49ers. It is the game of the week in the NFL without a shadow of a doubt. But I've got to tell you, I really don't know which way to to go on this one. I like so much I see in the Ravens. But then you have Lamar Jackson making worldly plays before making a dumb play. You have a defense, which is maybe one of the best, if not the best defensive unit on paper in the NFL this season. But you see Matt Stafford shred them a couple of weeks ago. And then on the other side of the coin, you have this San Francisco 49ers team who just look the the complete team, be it on offense, defense, special teams. Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy continues to play at a ridiculously high level for a second year 
QB. They have Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. Defensively, um, one of the most feared um, units anywhere in the National Football League. They hit, they run, they make plays. So I am going to steer clear of the Niners and Ravens this week. I'm just going to sit back and enjoy this one. The final game we're taking of the three on the slate for Christmas week in the NFL takes us to Arrowhead Stadium. It is an AFC West affair as the Las Vegas Raiders travel to the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs, big 10-point favorites going into this one. The Raiders with a 6-8 and eight record on the season. The Kansas City Chiefs topping the division at 9-5. and five. And they got back to winning ways with that ninth win of the season last weekend by taking down the New England Patriots in Foxborough. But yet again, wide receiver Kadarius Toney had issues. His drop pass in that game led to an interception, which ultimately kept the Patriots in the game. Depending on what happens with the Broncos, um, who play before the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend, a win here could secure the division title for them. But at the very least, if they get the win, it will put them in an almost insurmountable position uh, for that division title. Patrick Mahomes as well appears to have accepted now that this offense just isn't going to be that familiar explosive unit that we've come to expect with him and Andy Reid at the Kansas City Chiefs. So the onus is now on Mahomes to play smarter, to play cleaner games, and also to rely on a defense which ranks seventh overall in the NFL this season to close out those matchups. It comes as no surprise that the Chiefs are heavy favorites going into this one. But I do think it may be far closer than many people are anticipating. Since Antonio Pierce stepped in as the interim head coach of the Raiders, they've been competitive in pretty much every game. They have a 3-3 three and three record over those games. And this weekend's opponents are the only team in that period to have scored more than 21 points against the Raiders. Let's not forget, the Raiders have also just scored 63 themselves when they absolutely drilled the LA Chargers. And they've had a mini-bye week of sorts as well to prepare for this matchup against AFC West divisional rivals. On the season, the Raiders come into this game giving up 20 points a game. That's a good enough record to put them in a, into the position of a top 10 scoring defense in the NFL. Add into that equation as well that this team has little to lose, the incentive of denting the chances of a divisional foe, and they come into this clash with some confidence now. 10 points seems a pretty big margin to me. I, I know they're on the road in Arrowhead Stadium and all that comes with that, but 10 points seems a lot against a Chiefs team who frankly are not firing on all cylinders right now. I do think Kansas City wins this game, but if they do, it will not be by more than one score. It's going to be a closer affair than that. I am going to take the underdog here, take the Las Vegas Raiders to cover the spread at plus 10. Okay, just to recap the three games taken from this week's slate. First of all, the Bengals traveling to the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Cincinnati Bengals are two and a half point favorites. Take them to win this game by at least three points at minus 2.5. Then we're on to Minnesota as the Lions are in town to face the Vikings. Don't ex expect any upsets here. The Lions, three-point favorites going into this game. Expect them to win this game by at least three points. Take them to cover at minus three. 
before we finish up at Kansas City. The Chiefs hosting the Las Vegas Raiders. The Chiefs' heavy 10-point favorites. I think it's going to be a lot closer. Even if the Raiders lose, it'll be by less than 10 points. So take the Las Vegas Raiders at plus 10 to cover the spread in that third and final game. Before we go, a reminder of this week's poll that was on X on Monday morning. We stick a new poll on there following uh, each Sunday's round of action in the NFL. And this week, uh, the question was fairly simple. Which team would you most fear meeting in the NFL playoffs if they were to start today, given that the Bills had obviously had a big win, the Baltimore Ravens were at the time sitting, uh, had just come off a Sunday night football win, so had taken the, the outright lead in the AFC as well. Um, 1,400 of you looked at the poll, got involved. It was an overwhelming landslide victory, though. If you're in the playoffs right now, the one team by far, 77% of you said most feared uh, seeing in the playoffs are the San Francisco 49ers. The Baltimore Ravens, some distance back, just 13% of you took the Ravens. Then it was the Buffalo Bills, who, if the playoffs started right now, incidentally, wouldn't even be in the postseason. But you saw enough of them against the Cowboys to be concerned. 8% of you don't want to see the Buffalo Bills in the playoffs. And then the Detroit Lions, just 2% of you said you feared meeting the Detroit Lions most in the playoffs. Look, as always, folks, when we have this podcast, it's about fun. I try and remind you of that week in, week out. It's all about enjoyment of the NFL and accompanying your weekend action in the National Football League. Bear that in mind. If you want to get in touch, love to hear from you on X. It's at Richard Graves One. You can see previous podcast shows as well. Download those from the YouTube channel, which is Richard Graves TV. Equally on Instagram, RDG Media UK. Or just drop us a line on the Graves on Gridiron Facebook page. Um, always updating that. Keen to hear from you there as well. Um, but as always, it's been a blast. Looking forward to this weekend's games, but also looking forward to seeing the family as well. Whatever it is you are doing this Christmas period, I wish you a very Merry Christmas. Hope it's a good one. Enjoy the NFL, and we'll do this all again next week. But for now, so long, everybody. Subscribe to Graves on Gridiron wherever you listen to podcasts. And keep up to date with the latest on Twitter. Search for Richard Graves 1. That's Richard Graves, the number one. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.